Aloha, this is One God Church Online's podcast. I'm Reverend Enoch, and I have your title. Trapped by fear or friends? Could it be that we're trapped by our fears? Or are we trapped by our friends? Do, do we have friends that have a hidden agenda that we don't know? That we need God to, to show us, give us clarity? And wipe our eyes clean and our hearts clean. Wash us clean in the mighty name of Jesus so we may see. Open our eyes that we may see and our ears that we may hear. So that we could see clear what, what's really going on. What's really going on? Are we trapped by fear or friends? Or maybe both. The interesting thing about this uh, message here, as we look into Daniel, chap- uh, J- Daniel chapter 6, we, we hear the story, and, and many of us have heard it before, and we could just lay it out briefly, but let's just read the whole story. Daniel chapter 6, and Daniel and the lion's den. Why? Why did Daniel get thrown into the lion's den? And why did Daniel not get devoured by the lions? And how relative could this be to our lives, where we are, and maybe what we're going through? So in Daniel chapter 6, we are reading this uh, wonderful passage here about Daniel in the lion's den. Darius uh, reorganized his kingdom and he appointed 120 governors to administer all the parts of his realm. Over them were three vice-regents, one of them whom was Daniel. The governors reported to the vice-regents who made sure that everything was in order for the king. But Daniel, brimming with the spirit and intelligence so completely outclassed the the other vice-regents and the governors that the king decided to put him in charge of the whole kingdom. The vice regents and the governors got got together to find some, you know, to find some old scandal or skeleton in Daniel's life that they could, you know, use against him, but they couldn't dig up anything. He was totally exemplary and trustworthy. They couldn't find no evidence of negligence or misconduct. So they finally gave up and said, We're never going to find anything against this Daniel unless we can scheme up something religious. (laughs) Yeah. Sound familiar? The vice regents and the governors conspired together and they went, went to the king and said, King Darius, live forever. King Darius, live forever. That's how you had to approach the king. Yeah. Uh, We've convened with your vice regents and governors, all, all your leading officials, and, and, and have agreed that the king should uh, issue the following decree. For the next 30 days, no one is to pray uh, to any god or, moral, or mortal except to you. O king, anyone who disobeys will be thrown into the lion's den. Issue this decree, O king, and and make it unconditional, as if written in stone like like the laws in the Medes and the Persians. King Darius signed the decree. 
When Daniel learned that the decree had been signed and posted, he continued to pray just as he had always done. His house had windows in the in the upstairs that opened, you know, uh, opened toward Jerusalem. Three times a day, he knelt there in prayer, thanking and praising his God. Praise the name of Jesus, Hallelujah! Praise God in heaven. Praise God, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be Thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us everything that You have in store for us. Absolve and acquit us from any charge, sin, or stain, or blemish that could be held against us in the courts of heaven. Anything in our bloodline, in Jesus' name, set us free. Let Jesus' blood speak on our behalf. Remove far from us vanity and lies. Prophetically speak to us, utter to us, Lord, your, through your word. Splash into our lives with the joy and gladness. Give us direction and hope for the future, in Jesus' name. Three times a day he knelt there in prayer, thanking and praising his God. Praise the name of Jesus. Praise God. The conspirators came and found him praying, asking God for help. They went straight to the king and reminded him uh, of the royal decree. You know, reminding him of the royal decree that he had signed. <laughs> Did you not, they said, sign a decree forbidding anyone to pray to, to, to any god or man except you for the next 30 days? Anyone caught doing this should be thrown into the lion's den. The king replies, absolutely, said the king. It is written in stone like all the laws of the, of the Medes and the Persians. Then they said, Daniel, one of the Jewish exiles, ignores you, O king and defiles your decree. Three times a day, he prays. At this, the king was very upset and tried his best to get Daniel out of the fix, but uh, out of the fix, he'd, he'd put, uh, you know, put him in. He, he, he worked, uh, you know, he worked at it the whole day long, trying to get him out of that. But then the conspirators were back. Remember, O king, it's law of the Medes and the Persian that the king's decree can never be changed. The king caved in and ordered Daniel to be brought and thrown into the lion's den. But he said to Daniel, Your God, to whom you are so loyal, is going to get you out of this. A stone slab was, plasto, uh, was placed over the opening of the den, and then the king uh, sealed the, the cover with his signet ring. Yeah. And the signet ring of all his nobles, you know, fixing uh, Daniel's fate. It couldn't, that seal can't be removed. The king then went back to his palace, and he refused supper. He couldn't even sleep. He spent the night fasting. At daybreak, the king got up and hurried to the lion's den. As he approached the den, he called out anxiously, Daniel, serving of the living God, has your God whom, whom you serve so loyally saved you from the lions? O king, live, for live forever, Daniel said. <laughs> My God sent his angel, who 
who closed the mouths of the lions so that they would not hurt me. I've been found innocent before God and also before you. O king, I've done nothing to harm you. When the, when the king heard these words, he was very happy. He ordered Daniel to be taken out of the lion's den. And then uh, uh, when he was hauled up, there, there wasn't a scratch on him. He was, you know, he had trusted God. Not even a scratch. Sound familiar? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego getting thrown into the fiery furnace. Not even the smell of smoke was on them. <laughs> yeah. When God wants to do something, he does it. The king uh, uh, commanded that the conspirators who had informed who had uh, informed on Daniel being thrown to the lion's den, along with their wives and their children, before they hit the floor, the lions had uh, you know had them in their jaws, tearing them to pieces. Wow. So so what? Let's just go back there so that we don't get. Uh, get off off there so so the king rushes up the king was worried about Daniel he rushes up the next morning yeah we, we're getting the story and and we've heard it be re, been read there and we maybe we already know the story rushes up there and and is worrying ah oh, Daniel are you still there did, did God surely deliver you from the the lion's jaws like are, are you mangled up are you eaten is there a scratch on are you injured even him yelling out, he was still worried. Well, is there? Are you scratched up? Surely something happened. Not even a scratch. And then the king commands that the conspirators who informed Daniel on being thrown into the lion den, uh, <clears throat> who had informed on Daniel, be thrown into the lion's den along with their wives and their children. Before they hit the floor, the lions had them in their jaws, tearing them to pieces. Even their children. the veracity but the audacity of them to even uh, begin this so I guess you know if you look at them they not I guess they got what they deserve clearly God is a powerful God God doesn't play God doesn't play I believe that there are people conspiring and conspiracies and, and, and you know, forgive me, I'm not like uh, articulating it just on point, but th there are people conspiring against us, against you, against them, against our friends, against people. Maybe it is even our friends. Maybe it's our fears that we've let and they've built these walls and these, these fortresses around us and here we are backed into these corners and it's just, and here we are like timid little scared beasts scared beasts scared humans scared people scared children of the most high God and yet God says for uh, you know God hath not given us a spirit of fear but a power of love and a sound mind come out of that corner don't worry about your friends don't worry about the people who's plotted against you don't worry about your family that may have even plotted against you wow that's a big one yeah it happens maybe that was it and so, the, 
you know, you, you never know how it's going to be. There may have been people that plotted against you at your job or, or at this job that you're getting. You haven't even got there and this story's already unfolded and the carpet's already laid out. And as soon as you come in there, like the enemy already knows. So he's already planted these seeds in the mind of co-workers and people that may be around you or whatever it is in, in the in the social media life or whatever it is. And they're out there already with seeds planted in them, seeds of, of you know, destruction and, and they're going to launch their comments they're going to say their things maybe it's already happened and yet the tables are turned Jesus comes into the temple and says you have turned my temple into a den of thieves so who's getting thrown into the lion's den now yeah And, and maybe it's that we've got thrown into the fiery furnace and we've been bound and even the, the soldiers that throw us through us in there, the conspirers, the, the, the people who have, who have done these things and said these, uh, posted these mean things and done these, you know, all this stuff that they've done and tried to uproot and, and make your story just, just fall apart or whatever it is, make your life fall apart, make, your, make everything look, you know, sick. And then here we are with this sick faith and these sick ideas and this and everything's been polluted and it looks moldy and yet God just says wait let's wipe the hold on a second this isn't it I believe God says different and just like here King Darius had put had published the the proclamation to every race color and creed on the earth peace be Peace to you, abundant peace. I decree that Daniel's God should be worshipped and feared all the parts of my kingdom. He is the living God. World without end. His kingdom never fails. His rule continues internally. He, he is a savior and a rescuer. He performs astonishing miracles in heaven and on earth. He saved Daniel from the power of of the lions. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, the same thing outcomes. Uh, who, who is that I see in there? Uh, you know, he asks the guards, hey, guard, did, did we not throw three into the fiery furnace? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And the guard's like, yeah, yeah, king. Uh, you know, Nebuchadnezzar, yeah, sure, that's what it was. And the king's like, well, how come I see four? And the fourth one resembling the Son of Man. And they're all in there praising and, and you know, praising and singing what's what's going on hey come out Shadrach Meshach and Abednego come out here not even the smell of smoke was on them not one scratch was on Daniel and yet he was in the den with hungry lions I believe God's trying to speak to us there I believe some of us have been thrown into lion's den We've been thrown into, ge geographically, we've been thrown into places where we're unhappy. And it seems like we're getting mangled up by lions, but they're just over there walking around and it's just scary because they're huge beasts. Man-eaters. It could be creditors. It could be bills, that hungry lion. It could be co-workers. It could be a competition where the, the, the competitors are out there and they're just they're just massive, sharp teeth, big muscles, just whoa, I don't know how I can get through this. Yeah. 
cauliflower ears and yet here you are you know now you have to fight with these lions <laughs> and the thing is, is that God will see you through Jesus is a giant slayer Jesus defeated death by death on the cross the battle's already been won so all that evil that's sitting there mocking and laughing at your future, laughing at you being the next CEO, laughing at you truly, truly, nobody wants to hear it because they don't, if you don't believe it, then how can you receive it? Do you really want to be a million, do you really want to go to the top, be a millionaire? Oh, it's about money. Yeah. Well, what, what do people work for? For cheese? For, for a couple of potatoes and run down the street? Just to pop a bottle, get drunk and wake up the next morning, hung over, another day, another way, another play? Lay the cards out, okay, it's my turn. Okay, I'll bluff it. No. I believe God sees different. When God wants to do something, He'll do it. And we can chuckle, we can laugh, we can mock at it, but God will not be mocked. God will not be mocked. I believe that that's the that's the thing is that so many people are coming you know we're, we're coming we're coming in we're coming out maybe you listened to a message before and it's just like I, I'm hearing this same thing yeah no kidding God's been trying to get your attention the whole time because it's you it's you you're the yeah yeah you yeah. see you're that person that God wants to use that God wants to bless so that he could be glorified through your life and in your life. And, and it's like, you know, smack yourself in the back of the head and say, okay, when are you going to wake up? Make haste. Get up. Get up already. Take up your mat. Let's go. Do you want to be whole? Do you want to get healed? Because this is happening. This is real. It's not a make-believe. God's not a genie. He's a God. And God can do anything. He could part the waters. He could spit you out on the shore, Jonah. So quit hating on those people. He can show you the promised land, Moses, out there. He can lead, he can have you be the leader of the people, Joseph. Maybe he's planted a seed inside you, Mary. Maybe it's that business, that thought process, that idea. God will not be mocked. God is an awesome God. God can do anything. God didn't need a Joseph, and God didn't even need a Mary. But he used Mary. But he didn't need a Joseph. Just like God doesn't need a, a check. Like God doesn't need a this, and God doesn't need a that. God could do anything. God could show up on the scene. God can have manna out there in the morning. You could go out and have gold gold grass in the morning. God is an awesome God. I'm not saying it's all about the money. I'm just saying God could do anything. We're in hope and in need and we're like God is a provider. And you know What are we hoping for? Are we looking for man to do it? Because God is the one who can do everything. Yeah, he might use man. That might be the guy knocking at the door, ringing the doorbell. Send in the email. Maybe God's speaking to you through a burning bush right now trying to tell you, hey, when are you going to wake up? When are you going to look to me and stop looking to them? Why are you trapped by fear and friends? Don't let your friends stop you with that crab mentality pulling you down. Don't let your fears do the same thing. 
You have greatness in you. There's a miracle inside you. You're about to step into, you know, a season that will take you out of a cycle that you've been in, that rut. Because there's seasons. You know, next year's going to be seasons. There are going to be signs. There are going to be seasons. There are going to be trials. There's going to be things. There's going to be life. There's going to be death. There's going to be birth. Okay, yeah, that's life. And, and, and when, it, when it starts to get, when we're aggravated by it, and it's like, what, what's going on here? I mean, what is going on with us in, in this life? We're trapped by fear or friends. I don't know. God knows. The rodeo called humanity. It's a dog-eat-dog world. Everyone seems to be out for themselves. You know, just, just look how people acted, you know, in the beginning of the lockdown. Hmm. Okay, you see? The truth is only offensive when we're lying. Are we lying? Are we lying to ourselves? Are we lying ourselves into corners and crevices that we have, have no place to be in? Maybe God sees us at different, at different levels or a different level. And for some, maybe it's time we step down a few notches. Off-brand. You know, off-brand name uh, to, to common. Instead of Gucci, maybe God wants us to humble ourselves and crawl down with Wrangler. Wrangler brand. Or maybe no brand at all. You never know until you know. Top shelf or, or bottom, or you know, to, to top shelf or, or bottom of the floors or even outdoors. God knows. Trust in that. God knows. God knows exactly what's going on. He knows exactly what you need to hear, what needs to be spoken to you. God knows. God is in control. God is in control. Something is about to happen. So much going on in culture. Crazy how, how that pandemic has curved into where we are now. Maybe floating, maybe sinking. You know something? We're not here to tolerate our differences, but to accept them, conquer our deepest fears, and celebrate our failures, and fail forward fast. If we've already failed, get past that. That's good. Now you know what not to do. If it happens again, step up. Move on. Life goes on. Never quit. Life is full of quitters. And that's not you. That's not you. You can move forward in your life. You can. This is all going to change. I believe for the better. Now, life is not going to get easier. And, and for, for some of us, it's going to get more difficult. And for some of us, we're about to take a joyride that's going to take us into this roller coaster of humanity that we haven't experienced yet. And we're going to go through things that are going to mold us into who God wants us to be. It's going to be a great ride. There's going to be trials and tribulation and things. And, and we're going to have a smile on our face the whole time. Because we're going to be under the favor and the flavor of God. I believe we all find ourselves at opposition's doors from time to time. You know, enemies on the prowl. And for some, it's not even the enemy. It's the inner me. So the demon we got to face 
is the demon we face. It's us. We gotta change. We gotta change the way we're thinking so we can change the way that we're feeling. And ultimately, we've heard this, we know this. We can change the world around us. We gotta think positive things. We gotta speak positive things. When, when you accept Jesus Christ, your personal Savior, and when you start following Jesus and being a true follower of Jesus, that's the path you're on when you're following Jesus. Look at this. You're listening to messages. You're, you're getting involved. You're getting plugged into the Word of God. You're doing it. You're doing this. Life is about to get magical. Things are about to change. The Houdini of, of satanic worship doesn't It isn't here. Resist the devil and he will flee. Move forward. Pull the trigger and activate your life. Laser beam focus. Front sight focus. Look through there. Look at each target, each goal. Pull the trigger. Activate your life. Move forward in a dynamic way. You are a leader, not a follower. There are legions of people that should be behind you in this situation. Encouraging you. Uplifting you. Sowing into your ministry, into your life, into your business. You're not alone in this. God has sent legions. Yeah. And we pull down the strongholds of negativity. Pull down the strongholds of sickness, disease, and death. But opposition, that's where you got to come in. You got to use your faith to barrow down and climb that wall. Go on the other side. Look back and see like... Wow, I did it. Now I'm a soldier for Christ. Take up that shield of faith. Move forward and resist the fiery darts of Satan. You're a winner. You always have been. We're always going to find ourselves at opposition's doors. They're Maybe we're going to be surrounded by them at all sides. One of those doors we're going to have to open up. Maybe all of them. Maybe we're going to have to kick the door in, clear the room, and get plugged into life. Take a deep breath in and say, Here. H-E-R-E. -E, here. And when the time is right, exhale. Say, Now. Right here. Right now. Be present in your life. Show up. Stamp the clock and say, I'm clocking in today. I'm not hitting snooze. I'm going to get some hours. Because payday is in heaven. And I believe that God is going to prosper you in magnanimous ways. The gift of finance. So that you can do things. The, the, not just the gift of finance. For some of us, you know, we don't need that. For some of us, we need something else. The gift of finance would be like poison in our hands. Like, what are we going to do with this? Like, uh, okay, yeah, we need gifts. We need talents. We need those things unlocked in us. We need to use them, not just be holding them. Are you kidding me? You have far more than the money right there in your hands already. You have gifts and talents that, that will bring you more uh, prosperity than you can begin to fathom. And it's like you're holding all these talents. You're not like, uh, uh, no, it's not multiple choice. Just pull the trigger and move. Activate your life. Empty the clip of, of moving forward in your life. 
And don't get it twisted. We rebuke anything that would come against that. We're talking about tactively, tactful moving forward in your life. Taking charge. Extreme ownership of moving forward of the leader that God chose you to be. It's you. Open the door. Clear the room. Flash, bang, clear. Shoot, move, and communicate right into your future in the best season of your life. In this season of your life. Stop tanking back the shots. Stop doing this and that and treating your body like a theme park and move forward in your life. I'm not trying to say that I'm anybody, but hey, we've all been to certain points in life where it's like, man, sooner or later, we've got to wipe the dust from our head and say, okay, wait a minute. I'm taking this too far. Okay, the party's over. Let's study. Because the Bible says to study to show thy self approve of workmen needeth not be ashamed, correctly dividing the word of truth. Hold on, let's back up. What did I just say? Study to show thyself approve. Okay, you're doing that now. You're in a message right now. I'm not saying this is the best in the world, but man, this is the word of God. Study to show thyself approved. Get immersed in the word of God. Start reading, studying, sorry, Genesis, whatever you need to do. Maybe just look at Luke. Read the whole book. Then go into Acts and just keep on going. I don't, just start anywhere. God will bless you. Pray, read, pray, read. Eat, sleep, <laughs> shoot, move, communicate. Shoot into your future. Shoot for the highest dreams, the highest goals. Look forward, move forward. Pray big. Pray big. Don't, is anything too big for God? What do you need? What, what do you want? What's your dreams, your visions, your goals? What do you want? Go, go. You can go there. Because God has given you gifts and talents that are, are going to surpass all this stuff that you see around you. You're like, oh, I like to be over there. You're looking at this mansion of stuff. And it's like, God is like, I wanted to give you a whole country. Yeah, we think so small. It's like, oh, we're not allowed to think that way. We have to be in this little, you know, five by six box. No, no. God wants to put you in places that we can't begin to, we can't even relate to. It's not relative. We say be relative, get relative, you know. And it's like, you know, we can't get there because we're, we're stumped on these, this, this negative mindset. And we're in these crevices of fear and friends with that crab mentality pulling us down. The fear pulling us down with the crab mentality. The friends with the negative mindset with the, no, let's stay here and party. Take another shot. Let's do jello shots. Oh, next thing you know, let's do mushroom chocolates. Oh, let's have a great time. Life, life, life. Yeah, free the fire in me. Let it be. Okay. Yeah, sooner or later we got to wake up and say, now it's time to live life. You know, breathe in. You know, like I was saying, here. Be here. Right now. Be present in your life. Activate your future by being faithful. And let that be the vehicle and the bridge that takes you from where you're at right now. You know, faith comes by hearing and hearing the Word of God. For God, you know... You know, hath not given us a spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. We said that, and 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 and, and putting all that into like a Rubik's cube, and then we're like, wait, let's go back on the other side, and it's like the Bible says, study to show thyself approve, and so we ended up right back over there. It's like, okay, the Rubik's cube, I got all the yellow, and then here we go, study to show thyself approve, and then we get stuck on the green, and we're like. Study to show thyself a workman needeth not be ashamed. Oh, I'm ashamed. I'm not good enough. I don't have the degree. 
I can't start a church. I can't do a, a home group, a life group. I can't do this. Oh, what about the tithes? I don't even pay tithes. How am I going to tell somebody about that? How am I going to clear the temple? Jesus, maybe God's called me to to be uh, uh, to clear temples, to be to, you know to go in and set the thing straight, to pray and and you know be prophetically speak to people, to be an evangelist, to turn tables and be like, what are you guys doing? You're doing yoga and jujitsu in church. This is the house of God. Not there's anything wrong with it, but maybe it's time to flip some tables over because I think that we're we're trying to you know make church you know Chelsea boots, the laser lights, and and all this stuff, and you know the the skinny boy jeans, and the and this and that, and maybe we're 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 wearing the dresses and the nice outfits, and we're all Gucci stained up. We got the nice shoes, the nice and all this, and you know spirited worship, but no spirit. You see, that's what we're saying. It's like church has become a circus. And maybe God's called some of you to go in there and be table turners. Flip the table and say, okay, you know, maybe literally, maybe maybe that's not good because you get arrested. But I'm saying maybe we need to go in and, and prophetically speak. A church needs a prophet. Maybe that's you. Church needs prophet to set them straight, to be like, this is what's happening. Man, you guys are off page. There needs correction. There needs a message where it's like you don't need laser lights, fog, smoke, and in a you know five star band to have church. We need to come into the presence of that unapproachable light, God Himself, and we need to come to Him, you know, with a repentant heart, repentance, repentance, saying, "Oh, I'm not going back to that." And then 30 minutes later, we're like, mm, "What's that porn site again? Oh, what is this? Let me cuss about. I want to angry. Let me. I want to be angry about angry about stuff. I want to. Oh, I'm just so angry. I want to take it out. I don't like the news, fake news. I'm so angry. Politics, my country, this country, that. Oh, it's all battle. I'm so angry. Oh, you left your towel. You left the toilet seat." up whatever i'm so angry a toothbrush look you left it on the sink oh god i'm gonna freak out you know the stove is still hot and you just cooked on it yeah no kidding they just cooked on it i mean some of the things are we that uh shallow that 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 we just get just set off on the most weirdest things like seriously come on we're not that shallow we're throwing maybe we're the ones who are throwing everyone into the lion's den with the way that we think and the way that we act we need to repent of, of the way that we do things sometimes. Maybe that's us. But all of us need to repent regardless. None of us are, are uh, righteous. Not even one of us. Romans 3.23, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. None are righteous, not even one. And as we go back to this Rubik's Cube and we're turning, we're back on the green and say, Study, show thyself, prove, workman needeth not be ashamed. Why are you ashamed? You've been called. Study to show thyself approved, and then you get uh, you go through trials, and then Satan comes and he tries to uproot you. He tries to stop you before you get to the next part, which is the study to show thyself approved. A workman need not be ashamed, correctly dividing the word of truth. And then all these people come in church, the religious people start coming in just like they did with Jesus, just like they did with Paul. And they start coming with, a, oh, how come you said that? That's not right. How come you did this? How come you talk in that tone? You're supposed to be all just monotone. How come you're doing this? And, and, even, and even with what I was saying, how come you can't have jujitsu in church? How come, that, how come I can't teach that way? How come I can't teach the Word of God that way? 
I've got you in a rear naked choke right now. I've got popped the capsule in your arm bar. I spun it around and, and, and schlocked you, which is breaking the neck. And, well, here we go with all this stuff, you know. I've done, you know, every every sentry removal technique on you because that's what the enemy's doing. And and what I'm getting at is, is we can use these kind of things to say, man, who are you wrestling with? Because th there's many stories that we can get where this thing is happening. We got... We got a Samson and Delilah. We got we got different ones, you know, wrestling with the angel. We got, we got all these stories. We got Joseph. We got Jacob. We got all these stories wrestling with something, whether we're running from a harlot or, or we're, we're wrestling with an angel. You know, we're wrestling with something. But our... our our, our, our battle in you know and is not against flesh and blood blood but against the rulers of this dark world it's against the enemy Satan and all of his evil latching cohorts we cut them off and cut them down with the fiery sword of the gospel in Jesus name we cast them on our feet and we stomp them to the depths of hell wherever it may be in the courts of heaven in the, in the realms of heaven wherever it may be let God see it fit let the all-knowing all-knowing all-seeing God, you know, because us as human, we have our own human standards. We've got all this knowledge out here, all these translations of the Bible. And so for most of us, we're lost. And then here come these uh, these religious people as we're working on this Rubik's Cube. And it's saying, study to show thyself, prove workmen, needeth not be ashamed, correctly dividing the word of truth. And we're like, okay. And they show up with their 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 taunts, with their, they, 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 they have a comment. And so there we are. We have people with a comment. And so that's why I'm saying I believe we all find ourselves at opposition's doors from time to time. You know, enemies on the prowl. Even, even for some, it's it's not it's not the enemy. It's the inner me. So whatever we got to face, whoever we got to face, we need the giant slayer. We need the stone guider. We need the way maker, the promise keeper. We need the light of the world. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one come to the Father except through me. Will you accept him today? Will you submit? Maybe you've already accepted him, but will you submit to him today? No matter what level you are. Submit to him today. So, so you know, if 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 you if we or in the lion's den, or if we feel like that, just trust God. Trust God. He'll see you through. God is a loving God. I believe He just spoke to many of us through this story as we come to reading that. And again, we, we read in uh, Daniel uh, chapter 6. And I I pray that you are blessed by that. And, and as you go back to that, and we look at that, to study to show thyself approved. You have to study the Word of God so that you can show yourself approved so that you're not ashamed of the Word of Truth. I'm not ashamed of the Gospel. Yeah. Word, thought, and deed. May truly, may truly God breathe into your life. Heavenly Father, we come into your presence. You, Father God, that unapproachable light, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth 
as it is in heaven. Give us everything you have in store for us. We put all, we wear all of our cares, all of our worries up to you. All of our prayers, our petitions, those those unanswered prayers. In this very moment, we roll them up to you. Some of them are heavy, heavy loads, worrisome things that are not going to add a single day to our life, Father God, just like your word says. Lord, your word says that we ask anything according to your will, and we believe it is your will that you gave us the desires that we are praying these prayers, the big prayers, the, the big thing. It's, it, sometimes it's going to be uncomfortable being big, Father God, and, and help us to see that and step into that. And for some of us that are big, it's going to be uncomfortable because, Lord, teach us to humble ourselves and take some steps down. Maybe put the Gucci away for a little bit and start wearing Wrangler. Help us, Lord, to, to take that step, whoever we are and whoever you see us to be. Because we need you, Lord. We're making a mess of our lives and we need you we need you. Help us to study to show thyself, show ourselves approved Father God before you. That we aren't ashamed. Wash us clean. Remove any sin, stain, or blemish on our lives. Anything that could be held against us in the courts of heaven. Set us free, absolve, and acquit us. Let Jesus' blood speak on our behalf. In the mighty name of Jesus we pray Father God. Lord your word says it. Ask and it will be given to you. We're asking you, Lord, for these things. These, these, the groanings that we need, Lord. We groan together as, as a one body, one mind, one church. Every nation upon nation. Every creed, color. Let us come together as one right now. And just, Lord, we need you to meet our needs. Those prayers, those people that we prayed for. Give us the touch, Father God. Give us the voice of choice. Let us, let us choose you today. Let us speak to those situations. Let us speak life. Give us, give, let your voice be in us. Come and fill us in the indwelling. Fill us with the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Remove far from us vanity and lies far from us. Help us to unlock the spiritual gifts that you've given us and that you've consecrated uh, us to yourself far before we were even born. And help us to, uh, to open our eyes that we may see and our ears that we may hear the truth of your gospel, Lord. In your blessed holy name we pray. your blessed holy name we pray. For thine be the kingdom and the power and the glory unto the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, both now and ever, unto ages of ages. In nomine Padre, Filia, Spirito Santos, let there be light, let there be love, let there be laughter, let there be healing and restoration and many restorations. Restore us, Father God. Restore our families and our minds and our bodies. And let us walk the true walk in Jesus' name. May you walk into this dark world carrying the light of the gospel forevermore. Mm -hmm.